We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Good afternoon, everyone, as we provide our press briefing for today, December 29th, uh, with regards to the blizzard uh, that, of course, has hit our area and the recovery efforts. Uh, before we go in into all the particulars, I do want to talk about yesterday. Uh, I want to apologize to the members of our community, all of them, as the men and women of the City of Buffalo Department of Public Works, for letting my emotions get the best of me. Uh, this is a very, very difficult situation, and we've been dealing with much, uh, including the unfolding issues associated with the deaths, the identification of bodies, individuals who have not yet been identified, and new deaths that are coming in that are just absolutely heartbreaking. That I, I basically lost my focus, I will say that. And uh, I do apologize to our community for doing it because the focus needs to be on the recovery efforts as well as unfortunately, helping our, the community members who've lost a loved one grieve as a result of this terrible, terrible situation. Uh, too many uh, individuals in our community have died, uh, and unfortunately, I'll be announcing additional ones very shortly. Uh, but I just want to say to the members of the community, I, I, I'm sorry. Uh, it's been a lot of work. It's been a lot of effort, a lot of hours, not a whole lot of sleep. And uh, we need to focus on recovery and getting our community back to stronger, as stronger than it can be. Uh, last night, I did call Mayor Brown uh, and texted him. Uh, we have not spoken, uh, though I look forward to his call so that we can discuss these issues further. Uh, but to the community, I just want to say our focus needs to be on the recovery. And that includes myself. Focus needs to be there as well as with regards to assisting the families to grieve. Uh, unfortunately, there are families in this community uh, who still have not been able to identify a, where a loved one is. They're missing, and we do have still uh, uh, John Doe's. And eventually those family members are gonna find out the worst news possible. And to those who've lost a loved one, once again, you, you have my deepest condolences and sympathies, and, and we stand with you at this tragic time of your life. Uh, and I just want to say to all of them, I, uh, I apologize yesterday for losing my focus on what should be the recovery and helping you recover from this terrible, terrible situation and grieve and move forward. 
Uh, and for that, I, I, I do apologize. Uh, I do want to unfortunately move into fatalities uh, because we, uh, the Erie County Department of Health, mental health, mental health, the Erie County Department of Health Medical Examiner's Office uh, confirmed two more deaths associated with the blizzard last night. Uh, on, there are additional bodies that have been received that be, are believed to be blizzard deaths, but they do need to be, have an autopsy and additional work done. As a result of these additional two uh, deaths, 39 individuals have died in Erie County uh, as a result of the blizzard. Uh, three were the result of a delayed EMS response. 17 were found outside. Four were found in a car. Four were the result of snow shoveling or snow blowing uh, cardiac events. And 11 were found in a house. Uh, the location of the deaths of the 39 uh, 31 were in the city of Buffalo, seven were in Cheektowaga, and one is still unknown by our medical examiner's office. Uh, very sadly, the last 13 deaths have all come from the city of Buffalo as more bodies are recovered. And I do have demographic data, which I've not spoken about before, but of the decedents, 18 were white, 20 were black, and one was Hispanic. And as I noted, there are still cases for the medical examiner's office to review, including some absolutely heartbreaking cases, some that we've all, a few of us have known about for more than 24 hours, uh, including a four month old who died on Christmas Day, but the medical examiner's office is still trying to determine the death. Uh, we did have a good story yesterday. We were under the impression that a child had died uh, in a drowning incident at a local hotel. I actually heard about this yesterday morning. The family was there because they were displaced from their home without power. Uh, it, and we were told that we would be expecting a younger child uh, death with regard to a drowning at, at a hotel. Uh, that has not occurred because the child was saved. So little victories, but this is a big one when you're talking about a child potentially dying in a hotel pool. So to the family out there, I just want to say, uh, uh, the families of the loved ones who've lost ones, once again, you have our deepest condolences and sympathies uh, from the loss of uh, someone that it means so much to you during this tragic, tragic monster blizzard. And uh, we uh, we will hope and hope that uh, we can help you grieve and, and move forward uh, during what is probably for many of the worst situation they could ever imagine. Uh, power has been restored to all Erie County residents. I want to thank the men and women of uh, National Grid and NYSEG uh, for the work that they did to do that. There were a lot of crews. They had joint task force crews with public works employees, especially from the city of Buffalo, to get to some of these locations. I saw pictures yesterday of the substations for National Grid that were literally frozen solid. They were covered with so much snow. Uh, some of the items were heating and they would so would the snow would turn to water, but it would eventually turn to ice. So thank you. Kudos go out to the NYSIG and National Grid crews, as well as all of the parties they brought in from across North America, because we know some people came in from Canada to assist them with the restoration. Thank you. Uh, potential flooding. Uh, earlier today, we received a report from the National Weather Service about potential flooding. Uh, thankfully, it appears that flooding will be minimal, 
there's possibilities of flooding, but it does not appear like it'll be bad. Uh, and based on the report from the National Weather Service, Casanova Creek is expected to crest at 10 p.m. Saturday to 1 a.m. Sunday. Buffalo Creek is expected to crest at 7 p.m. Saturday to 7 a.m. Sunday. A Tonawanda Creek is expected to crest late Sunday and Monday through Monday morning. It's always a late cresting uh, creek. And Cayuga Creek. Yesterday, um, we have worked with our state partners. We have looped around with all of our municipalities with regards to what their potential needs might be. We've had a few requests for pre-positioning. We do, uh, thanks to our partners from the state, have a significant stockpile that's at the ready at any given time for items such as pumps and hoses and generators that uh, we might need. So those municipalities out there that have uh, traditional flood areas that might have been concerned, every locality knows their issues better than uh, most of us that are at the 50,000 foot level. So that's why we always make a point of reaching out to them to get those things done. So there are a couple of municipalities that uh, will have some pre-deployed. There are others that know exactly what our resources are and what the capabilities of the state are. State's at the ready, we're at the ready. Hopefully the towns and the villages uh, will get to us as quickly as possible if they do not want things pre-deployed. So we continue to work that. We continue to work, obviously, a number of operations out here at the Emergency Operations Center with the National Guard, with our state assets, also with some of our local uh, uh, mutual aids uh, that have come in. And we have mutual aids that have come in from across the state that are here and have been deployed out and about, including, I just wanted to touch base again, thank you to the EMS task force that has been uh, up until recently running almost exclusively the EMS uh, in the city of Buffalo, assisting Buffalo Fire to get to those areas that they need to get to. And those resources have come from local and they've also come from across the state. So this has truly been a team effort. Uh, we uh, have a little slogan when people come here to work with us, we leave our badges that are on the sides of our shirts at the door. Uh, we all work together and in the end, we've got some pretty uh, tasty sausage that comes out of this whole thing here. It's very productive. It's just a matter of getting everybody working on the same page, and we appreciate that. Thank you, Dan. Uh, our Department of Public Works, of course, they have not been stopping since, well, they didn't, everyone stopped at one point, I have to say, when we had to bring in our crews, but uh, they were pre-salting before the first snowflake hit, uh, and they are still out there helping to clean up in the city of Buffalo and do clean up in other areas where they have uh, very high uh, snow banks. Uh, we have actually, on a preliminary estimate, uh, for just the few days of storm we have, what's today, Thursday? Yeah. Thursday, snow started Friday, so basically we're seven days. The preliminary estimate that Erie County has incurred $5 million worth of cost just on our independent county contractors that we hired to assist uh, of which 1 million of it was spent just yesterday alone, all in the city of Buffalo. Um, it is incredible. There's, we are responsible for gas for all these large diesel, I should say, for all of these large these trucks that are coming in. Uh, to, and we're spending, not spending, but we're, we're using about 2,000 gallons of diesel every four hours. So it is an incredible effort that's been done by the Department of Public Works and our partners. And it continues because there's still more work to do, including cleaning in uh, the city of Buffalo, parts of Chittawaga. And I'm going to turn it over to our Commissioner of Public Works, Bill Gary, to give a little bit more of a discussion on that. Thanks, County Executive. Uh, good afternoon. Again, today we're we're back at it with uh, the 24-hour operations within the city limits from the uh, Clinton Broadway area south uh, through the First Ward, South Buffalo. 
Uh, we have 72 loaders and 119 dump trucks down there, along with uh, some National Guard assets helping us maintain a safe passage for not just the pedestrians and vehicles now that the travel ban's been lifted, but also for our contractors uh, in that area. They will be continuing this effort through tonight. We're into the second pass. Uh, some places were two plus. Uh, we're, we're trying to define the scope of limitations uh, for the contractors so that we can green up some of the roads through the city. Uh, we've been in con uh, contact this morning, multiple phone calls with not just the Department of Public Works in the city, but also our contractors so that we're all on the same page uh, today. So um, the operation has slowed down a little. But I think just a little background information on those uh, 72 loaders and 119 dump trucks. We we contract with Union Concrete and Bob and Gary Hill there, uh, and and Mike Salvador and his daughter uh, Jenna through Catco. They have almost 40 contractors working underneath them. Uh, most of these are competitors, but through this whole event, it's been one force, one team, and uh, it's no different than the public works and all the local municipalities, towns, cities, and villages, Lackawanna. Uh, Clarence and uh, Grand Island. Everybody's been a tremendous effort through this. Uh, there's been an outpouring of other um, mutual aid assets coming in from across the state, and they're within the city right now. And again, by tomorrow, hopefully with the warmer weathers, uh, the slower melt, it's manageable. We're not really too concerned with any flooding, although some of our, um, our districts right now are doing some snow ditching, opening up drainage inlets so that this gradual melt will take place, and we're going to see some localized little ponding areas, but hopefully that's it and everyone gets a good break. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. This weekend, get to enjoy the nice weather. Thank you, William. Uh, towed vehicles, we are down to 40 vehicles in all of the county lots that you may see on our website at erie.gov slash towed vehicles uh there will come a point where if the vehicles are not picked up we will have to take them out of those sites uh so we're requesting you to pick them up if your car is damaged and you can't drive it we are requesting that you come with a uh uh wrecker so that they can take it out of there and you can take it to your auto shop and have it fixed a baby formula uh this is uh something that we announced last night uh there is a baby formula shortage locally as deliveries could not be made. I want to thank Wegmans for donating thousands of dollars worth of formula that the members of the Erie County Sheriff's Office drove six hours to Pottsville, Pennsylvania, to a distribution center there to pick it up. Uh, if you're in dire need of formula, just don't try to take some if you don't need it. But if you're in dire need of formula, please call our 716-858-SNOW number, S-N-O-W, that's 7669, to request some. So uh, 716-858-SNOW. However, I want to note the S-N-O-W number will start, will shut down as of 7 p.m. tonight. So we put out a request earlier. We had a lot of uh, requests. We had some calls come in. Uh, so if you need baby formula in a dire uh, a position, we have both dry and liquid as donated by Wegmans. Once again, thank you to the Wegmans family for doing that. Uh, please call us at 716-858-SNOW to, to uh, request some, which will be delivered by Erie County Sheriff's de uh, deputies. I want to turn it over to our undersheriff, William Cooley. Uh, thank the Sheriff's Department as well as uh, Chief Brian Brizolaro once again for all their work, incredible work. I mean, everything from going to pick up... Uh, baby formula in Pottsville, Pennsylvania, which is six hours away, to, of course, being on the roads during the height of the storm. Uh, they've done it all. So thank you to the members uh, of our Erie County Sheriff's Office and all law enforcement that have worked very hard during these days. With that, I turn it over to Hunter Sheriff. Thank you, sir. Good afternoon. Um, the immediacy of uh, our response to this storm has passed, and um, we're going to continue to staff the EOC here as long as it's appropriate to do so. Our supervisors have done a real uh, a good job down here of directing our workforce to ensure that uh, things are getting done and getting done right. Um, I want to express our, uh, our condolences to everyone that was adversely affected by this storm, especially those who lost loved ones. It's uh, extremely difficult, and uh, you're in our thoughts and prayers. I also want to recognize the hard work of all the people that we teamed up with, all the essential workers that we teamed up with during this event. It's uh, it's really been quite an experience and it's been gratifying to work with all these uh, these hardworking men and women. Um, and also the, uh, the the commitment that we've seen out of uh, the Erie County Sheriff's uh, Personnel Division and the Dispatch Division and our Police Services Division, it's, uh, it's inspiring. Um, our aviation unit is, uh, is truly a regional asset as they uh, demonstrated again, uh, going up and, and providing uh, 
just excellent intelligence for for everyone that's involved in this cleanup. Uh, going forward, we're going to evaluate our actions and our equipment to see uh, you know what was done well and, and where we can improve. And uh, that's uh, that's being done in earnest uh, actually as we speak. Uh, you know, unfortunately, there are many tragic stories and and some inspiring stories that are going to emanate from this storm. And you know, in the end, uh, we get through it and. And uh, perhaps 2023 won't be as, uh, as challenging as, as 2022. Thank you. Thank you, Under Sheriff. Uh, we have to hope that 2023 is better than 2022. We started with still responding to COVID. We had the horrible, of course, mass shooting at the tops on May 14th. We had, of course, a major snowstorm uh, four or five weeks ago that dumped seven feet of snow, and now this blizzard. Uh, we will begin reducing much of the non-snow removal response uh, in the next 24 hours. I'll just give you an example. For your example, yesterday, our county dialysis transport teams made 77 runs. Today is two. Yesterday, they made 10 medication runs. Today, excuse me, 110 medication runs yesterday. Today is 15, and there were even more the day before. Uh, the National Guard has nearly completed its welfare checks, as well as the Joint Task Force from EMS. Uh, so they've gone around to hundreds and hundreds of houses to determine if people are okay. We're also calling individuals through our A58 snow line who requested assistance. We're calling them back to make certain they're okay, which makes it easier because then we don't have to send the guard to the house if they say they're okay. Uh, the National Guard will continue to provide traffic control uh, to ensure the streets are, uh, are, as the work is being cleared, are safe. There is gigantic equipment that normally you'd never see on a road. You'd see in a quarry, but you wouldn't see on a road. And we just have to make certain that we don't have any tragic incidences of people getting hit in cars or pedestrians getting struck. So thank you to the National Guard for your incredible efforts. Uh, Major from the National Guard, Schmiegel, has been here since uh, basically, it never seems he leaves. <laughs> I give him credit. He's here all the time at our emergency operations center. I believe him and his members of his team are actually sleeping uh, in one of our ancillary buildings outside here on Cots and have been. And I just want to thank every one of the members of the National Guard for all that they did to uh, to help us get through this, this tragic blizzard. Uh, as of 7 p.m. tonight, we will begin to demobilize the emergency operations center. Uh, the actual deactivation of our, our work in the operations center, as well as the lifting of the state of emergency, will still take some time. Uh, we are not in a position where we can uh, lift it at this point because there's still a lot of work that has to be done. But we will start demobilizing it, which means we won't have as many people here from all of the agencies. As these agencies complete their work, we can send them back. Uh, and it's not just county agencies. Of course, New York State is here. I also want to thank our friends in the city of Buffalo from Buffalo Fire and Buffalo Police. They've been here uh, as well as Buffalo DPW. We've talked to their staff members personally, including uh, a lot in the last few days uh, as they've been here at our emergency operations center, uh, helping to communicate information to us. Uh, this has been an unprecedented event. I want to thank everyone, especially our first responders, law enforcement, public works, uh, other uh, public employees, National Guard, the 911 call takers, and especially the entire community for your response to this unprecedented blizzard. Uh, earlier today, 
I had an opportunity to address the men and women in the main operation center uh, at the uh, emergency operations center here. Yeah, I should say the operations room in which there was a changeover. It was a changeover from the overnight crowd that worked from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. this morning and those that were coming in at 7 a.m. So it was fully packed with people. And uh, it has been a privilege, the privilege of my life, truthfully, to serve with these people and honor and for me to play one small role while they were working an incredible amount to save lives. And that's what I want to focus on uh, as I end today before we take questions. We are going to focus and we often do it on the worst of a situation. And what we need to remember and what I'm going to take from this experience in addition to lessons that will be learned, is I'm gonna focus on the best of our community and the best of the men and women that served here and served across our community. Because as I told them earlier today, we will never know how many lives they saved. We will know the number of people who perished and every death is one death too many, but we will never ever be able to count the number of people who were saved because of the efforts that were done here, the efforts that were done in the field, the efforts that were done in the worst conditions imaginable when you couldn't see more than this far in front of your face. Uh, I've gone through a lot as county executive. We've had snowstorms, we've had COVID, we've had the mass shooting, we've had all kinds of bad things. And each time I try to take lessons from uh, what happened and, and apply them in the future. And I think it's been, as a result, we've been able to respond better. We've been able to open better, open quicker uh, in, in, in our community. But the one thing I will never forget, and I will always cherish, is the relationships I've been able to build with the men and women here and across our community when it was so difficult, whether it was a Zoom call or I was talking face-to-face -face and we were dealing with horrific issues and having to make difficult decisions. Uh, these people are the best of who we are. They represent the best of Buffalo, the best of Erie County, the best of New York State, because it's people that came from all over. And it has been the honor of my life to, to work alongside them, even if I served in one small role, because they saved lives. They made a difference. And as a result, we can move forward, hopefully, as a stronger community. With that, uh, we're gonna open it up to questions. If you have a question, please raise your hand. We, because there's so many, uh, we are going to have it uh, controlled offsite uh, so that uh, you can uh, be unmuted by our, our board. Uh, we're gonna start with the Buffalo News and Aaron Bessaker. Aaron, you wait for them to unmute your phone. Make sure I got my phone. Hi, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, Aaron. Go ahead. All right, thanks for taking my question. I just wanted to clarify, earlier when you were doing the breakdown of the uh, fatalities, I believe you said all seven suburban deaths were in Chittawaga. Were no, earlier. no, no. Did I say that? That's wrong. Okay. Uh, the seven suburban deaths were, were in, I, I wrote down Chittawaga, and that's why I probably just read it that way. Uh, the seven deaths were a combination of Amherst, uh, Williamsville, Chittawaga, and Depew with Williamsville being primarily in Amherst as the village. So that has not increased or changed in the last few days. There are seven deaths, a combination of uh, Amherst, the towns of Amherst and the town and Chittawaga and the villages of Williamsville and the, and the village of Depew. Okay, thank you. 
You're welcome. Uh, we will go down to uh, my glasses. Uh, Jeff Preval from uh, uh, Channel Four. Should you? I'm second. Can you hear me? I can. If you can just speak a little louder, Jeffrey. Sure. Could you just clarify the situation here with the bills? You had indicated the other day that the team had requested a police escort, but then was denied one from their trip from Rochester. Can you clarify? Because the bills are now saying that they never requested an escort. Could you just clarify this? In well, they, I will say this. They, they never requested one of me. Uh, I was I was informed that they were, but they never requested one from me. So I should have probably said yesterday they never requested one from me. I was told that it was, but I can't speak to that. Uh, if uh, the person actually who told me that is not here, uh, I just want to know it. I know it's a big thing in people's minds, uh, but we we it, right now we need to focus on recovery. We need to focus on helping these people grieve. I mean, we think about what we went through as a community and helping those families grieve after the May 14th shooting, which was just the worst thing possible. And uh, we're, we're going to have double that a number, triple that number of deaths, probably when all is said and done. And uh, some of those families don't even know their loved one is dead yet. So I just, I know that a lot of people want to focus on those issues, but we need to focus on recovery. We need to help these families grieve uh, so that we can, uh, as a community, I'll come together. Uh, Tim Wenger, WBEN. I think it's Tim. Uh, yes, it is. Thank you very much, Mark. Um, you said a lot yesterday and you've apologized for it today. Um, you know, you mentioned that the city wasn't at, uh, present at the op center and today you said they were. Um, can you just clarify, you've apologized, but what your intent was, what do you, you know, are there things you intend to follow up on and do well, based on what you said? Uh, Tim, I, I believe that the mayor and I will have a conversation and we'll go into greater detail about a lot of those issues that I just uh, brought up. Uh, but I did want to apologize to the community because the, the focus needs to be on, and, our, and I wanted to apologize to the men and women of the Department of Public Works for the City of Buffalo who have been working their butts off and try in just terrible conditions. But I, 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 I want people to understand that um, our focus is on recovery and moving forward. Uh, and the conversations I have with the mayor will be conversations between us and we'll go from there. You know, there's plenty of time for Monday morning quarterbacking. I should have, I shouldn't have done it. Simple as that. There's plenty of time for these discussions in the future. Right now, we need to focus on moving forward, and uh, we can always be critical of others. And I would critical. I need to be critical of myself for what I did yesterday. It was just wrong. It was inappropriate. And we will go forward, and and hopefully, as a result of this, uh, provide a better overall response as a community. We stand ready, and I look forward to uh, discussing this with the mayor. Uh, Spectrum News 1 Buffalo. Hello. So you mentioned that data is being collected from those calling um, the snow line so that guards don't need to go to their home for a check. Um, is this or is there something that people who didn't have power should do to report that they're okay in order to allow National Guard to maybe focus on the homes that have a more urgent need? Well, we're, we're there. Anybody who contacted the 858 snow number will be contacted back. Uh, if you just lost power, uh, that it, you lost power for a shorter period of time, they're not going out to those homes. They're going to the worst areas that received the, the truth. They had power lost even through yesterday. Power was not fully restored until basically last. Uh, so I know they had done hundreds and hundreds of calls yesterday. They're, they're back out there. Uh, I would not suggest calling because we'll get flooded. If we get flooded, every person who had a power outage 
uh, called us, uh, we'd never be able to handle all those calls because there at one time there was more than 20,000 customers in Erie County that were without power uh, for an extended period of at least one day, two or three days, uh, round 20. And we, we'd never be able to handle that flow. So uh, they are doing the welfare checks. They have been doing welfare checks. So the sheriff's office and others, the Buffalo PD, the EMS, they are doing welfare checks. Uh, but just because your power went out, please don't call. Uh, we are calling those that we felt we were in the most, uh, well, we, we're calling everyone back that called 858 Snow to make certain that they're okay, whether they were in a car, whether they were uh, out of food. Uh, we want to just make certain that everyone's okay. Uh, if you uh, were without power, the National Grid for uh, National Guard uh, is doing that check. Uh, uh, Kristen Moran. Hi there. Um, I'm curious. So we have some people reaching out to us saying that they couldn't get into work you know, because of the storm or due to the storm. They still can't get into work because of that. They're not getting paid. Uh, is there anything you guys have discussed or plan to discuss with either the state Department of Labor governor's office regarding helping people with payments that they missed out? Or does this really just come down to the employer and the employee? It is unfortunately an employer employee issue and FEMA does reimbursement and, and we're going to seek reimbursement for the, the governments. Uh, it is only for the governmental response. It is not for private damage. It is not for private loss. I'll turn it over to our Commissioner of Homeland Security Emergency Services, Dan Never, if we can talk a little bit more about it. But I, I feel sorry for those who've lost wages, lost uh, money that they probably needed more than ever at the holiday season. Uh, but unfortunately, the county, nor the state, nor the federal government uh, reimburses for uh, private sector and personal loss. Yeah, as we as we try and uh, reclaim at least uh, the public assistance, unfortunately, uh, this was not uh, a snowfall of record. So as the county executive and other elected officials have said, this is going to require teamwork and a full court press to change some of the rules that FEMA currently currently has, which essentially they say no dough for snow. Now, the record, uh, the, the snowfall of record was just uh, about five weeks ago here in Western New York. So the snowfall of record, despite all of the tragedy and all of the additional costs that have been incurred, um, as well as all of the damages that we've yet to get out on, on the public side of things, take a look at schools, roofs, everything else destroyed. Uh, despite that, the fact that it falls six, seven, or eight inches short of the previous record um, should not be a disqualifier. So we're working that in, in addition to all of the things that are going on here, we're working that angle as well with our elected officials. Hopefully that will be changed. But as far as individuals, uh, that unfortunately at this point, the Department of Labor might want to weigh in on that. Uh, but certainly uh, at this point, that is between your business as well as you know between you and your business so there's no avenue on that at this point we'll we'll look into it we'll push those complaints if they're filed but uh, at this point there's really not a whole lot that we can do <sighs> spring is a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact choose from premium blinds shades and shutters we even have options for your patio too Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medela, the markable fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Uh, thank you, Dan. Uh, we'll take uh, two more questions. Uh, those are the only two I have. And uh, we have to go. Uh, Kevin Nias will be uh, unmuted. Yes, Kevin Nias with uh, NBC News. Um, on, on, we spoke to a, a resident who he says uh, on Friday, uh, the fire department came by his, his mother's home and his mother, she relies on limited mobility oxygen supply and her power was out. Um, however, the fire department told her that they, they could not take her with her. Um, we were wondering, you know, wh why is the county not prepared in situations like this to transport people who have limited mobility issues like uh, this woman? Well, uh, Kevin, I, I, I can't speak of this particular situation other than to note the county does not actually run any fire department. I don't know if this is a Buffalo fire department. I don't know if this is a volunteer fire department outside of the city and the towns. Uh, yes, she lives in the city of Buffalo. Okay, well, I, I guess I would direct that question to the Buffalo Fire. Uh, I can't answer that question. Uh, we have our Homeland Security Emergency Services Department. They're the trainers for firefighters. Uh, they provide, they help get them equipment through grants and things like that. But the actual fire departments are run by independent agencies. So if it did occur in the city of Buffalo, uh, then I, I just ask you to direct your question to the city of Buffalo. Uh, fire department, which I believe you'd have to go through the mayor's office on. A final question is to uh, Kelly Holland. Kelly, Mark 29. Hey, uh, hey, Mark. Um, just wanted to touch base on financials. Uh, two um, once in a generation storms, November, December. Um, I'm and I'm guessing millions of dollars for each federal reimbursement coming, but how long will that take and how does this impact county finances budget until that funding um, is received from the federal government? Well, if it's received, which is a thing that we're going to be working and I've already spoken about this storm to Senator Schumer and Senator Gillibrand, Congressman Higgins. Uh, we're hopeful that we will get reimbursement for our costs associated with the storm. We saw the federal declaration was made, but FEMA can be a little stickler at times. Uh, that's why we're asking for every uh, piece on the paperwork that's needed. 
Uh, I know that we've, as I said, we've expended $5 million alone uh, on independent contractors just for this uh, storm, basically independent contractors since last night. And there were a couple of days in which, of course, we didn't have anybody on the street. So we're really kind of spending about a million dollars a day, including a million dollars yesterday to open up the southern part of Buffalo. Uh, the one thing I will note is we've done a we've been very good stewards of the public's finances. Uh, we were trending for a significant surplus uh, even before the November uh, storm that hit the South Towns. Uh, and regardless of what the expense is between now and just the end of this year, uh, we will have significant uh, from this year alone to cover it. So reimbursement, we will still end up with a surplus this year. And so there, there's accounting methods that are put in place to ensure that uh, money is like a, we have a, as the county controllers, people know that they, the money that's spent between now and the rest of the year is 2022. The money that go that we spend in 2023, uh, we actually can apply back to this event because it's 2022. So we can use our surplus that has uh, risen throughout this year to cover the costs. I can guarantee the people of Erie County that not only will we end this year with a surplus, uh, this will not have a negative ramification on our bottom line. It, it's important, but it, when you think about the grand scheme of things, it's the least important thing. The most important thing is our community moving forward and helping those 39 families that we're aware of with unfortunately more that'll probably be coming, uh, get through this, this tragic situation of losing a loved one. Uh, but we're fine on the finances. I've got a great team led by budget director, Robert Keating, uh, in the budget office and who've uh, just done behind the scenes and other areas as well throughout this whole storm. So thank you to uh, Budget Director Keating and his team for the great work they've done so that even though we've had these two tremendous storms that have uh, required us to expend millions and millions of, uh, of unanticipated uh, dollars, we're going to be fine going forward. Uh, with that, uh, this will end the uh, uh, news briefing for today. Uh, we are, as I said, demobilizing or beginning to demobilize the emergency uh, operations center. I have so much great respect for the men and women in this building. Uh, they, they are the true heroes, along with everyone else in the field have done a tremendous work. Uh, so we are not planning on having another media briefing with regards to the storm. Uh, this will probably be my last day at the EOC as I'll be back tomorrow uh, at the Rath building downtown uh, as county government offices are now open and, and my staff is out. Most of it is returned back downtown. So to everyone out there, uh, thank you for all that you did to get us through this once in a generation, as they say, hopefully it's once that we never see again, a storm blizzard, the blizzard of 2022. And uh, I really, really hope that we all have the best new year possible and that 2023 uh, brings us so much joy and happiness after uh, a very, very, very difficult 2022. Be safe and well to all. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t <sighs> 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 